Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over a hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Ah, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me. What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Magnificent Montague, starring Monty Woolley. Yes, it's the Magnificent Montague, the Saturday night transcribed feature on NBC's all-star festival of comedy, music, mystery, and drama. Brought to you by RCA Victor, world leader in radio, first in recorded music, and first in television. And by Anison for fast relief from pain of headache, neuritis, and neuralgia. And now, the magnificent Montague. Twenty-five years ago, when Edwin the Magnificent Montague, king of the Shakespearean stage, married Lily Bowen, his leading lady, the theater world shook its head and said, it can't last. Today, Edwin Montague... Is Uncle Goodhart, hero of an afternoon radio program, but not a cloud has yet darkened this happy marriage. Until today, an elegant woman in an elegant New York hotel enters a phone booth and dials information. Information? Uh, hello, operator. I would like the telephone number of Mr. Edwin Montague. I don't know where he lives now. I haven't seen him in over 20 years. One moment, please. I want to be loved by you, just you, nobody else but you. I want to be loved by you, alone. a boop Hello? Number is circle 35643. Oh, thank you. I'll call him. <laughs> No one be loved by you, get you and nobody else. One be loved. Residence of Edwin Montague and Lily Bowen. This is Agnes the maid at the controls. What do you want? I want to talk to Boo Boo. Boo Boo? Are you kidding? Oh, I'm sorry. Is Mr. Edwin Montague there? No, he's out. Hey, watch with this Boo Boo. Never mind. I'll call back. Hello? Hello? She hung up. Agnes, who was that? I don't know. It was somebody calling your husband. Oh, that was probably the call Edwin is expecting from his radio sponsor, Mr. Flugel. Mr. Flugel? Yes. He likes Edwin. He must. He calls him Boo-Boo. <laughs> Boo-Boo? Honey, the call was from a dame. Oh, no, Agnes, stop. You know Edwin's friends called him hundreds of names. I know, but this one's clean. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's quite enough. After 25 years of marriage, I have nothing to worry about. After 25 years, it's time to worry. 
I'll get it. I want to be loved by you just... Oh, uh, hello, is that you, Boo-Boo? No, um... Edwin isn't home yet. Oh, sorry. Wait, uh, wouldn't you like to leave a message? Well... <laughs> We'd like to know, I mean, he'd like to know who's calling. Well, uh, just tell him that Foo-Foo is at the Astor Hotel. Foo-Foo? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he'll know who it is. Uh, bye now. Foo-foo is at the Astor. <laughs> foo-foo. Oh, foo-foo and boo-boo were sweethearts. <laughs> Quiet. Agnes, this isn't funny anymore. I'm sure Edwin can explain. He should be back from his walk any minute. Now, the second he comes through the door... You tackle him high and I'll hit him low. <laughs> Diag is no joke. <laughs> I'm going to calmly explain the phone calls and what we heard, and then I'm going to ask Edwin for an explanation. Explanation? Honey, you gotta spring it on him. The surprise element. The trap. Just hit him with boo-boo. He's startled. Then you hit him with foo-foo. He dissolves and confesses. Then you hit him with a chair. <laughs> Agnes trapping Edwin? It's the only way. Pretend nothing happened. Then let him have it right below the beard. <laughs> That's Edwin. Now, don't let him suspect anything's wrong. I'll get the door. Ah, Mr. Montague. Won't you step in? Hello, Edwin. We're so glad you're home. Did you have a nice walk? What's going on here? Well, Edwin. Well, what's wrong? Wrong? Why, something wrong? Something must be wrong. Agnes greets me with a big smile. Now, she Edwin... She said, now, oh, Mr. Montague, won't you step in? The last time she said that, there was an open manhole between us. <laughs> now, Edwin, sit down and relax. Nothing's happened. Nothing is different. Something's going on. I, I come home, and for no good reason, there's suddenly a horrible, friendly atmosphere around the house. <laughs> Oh, we're just happy. But I was only gone ten minutes. What happened while I was gone? Did West Point call and say it was okay for Agnes to come back? <laughs> oh, really, Edwin. Now, just sit back and let's have a pleasant chat. Now, we're going to have a chat. Bully. Now, what do we chat about? Let him have it. Quiet, Agnes. You want a chat? All right, Lily. Say something. Boo-boo. I beg your pardon. <laughs> Boo-boo. Lily, this always happens when you have sausages for breakfast. <laughs> Agnes, get the bicarbonate. Never mind, I was just talking. Look, Lily, I, I have to get to my Uncle Goodhart. No, wait, Edwin. Now, you have time. There's so much that I have to talk to you about. All right, Lily, start talking. Well, Lily. Foo-foo. 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 Lily, I can't tell you how much I've enjoyed this little chat. <laughs> now, Edwin. Uh, we must have these little talks oftener. It's amazing how many subjects you've covered from boo-boo to foo-foo. Edwin, doesn't the fact that I know about boo-boo and foo-foo mean anything to you? Yes, Lily, darling. It means a lot to me. It means, sweetheart, that we must get you to a sanitarium immediately. <laughs> Psychoanalysis will do wonders for you. I am not now, going... Now, now, we must face facts. A few years on the couch, 
shock treatments, good professional care. By and by, no one will even suspect that my little Lily had snapped her cap. <laughs> Edwin, stop. A woman called and wanted to speak to you. A woman calls me to me? Sounds unbelievable, doesn't it? All right, Agnes, roll over and play dead. <laughs> Lily, because some strange woman... This was no strange woman. This was someone you know very well indeed. She calls you Boo-Boo. That's a new one. She left a message. She told me to tell you Foo-Foo is at the Hotel Astor. Yeah, what's happened to the Astor? <laughs> Confess, you beast. And if there's any way you can explain it. Now I get it. Now I get it. Lily, do you actually suspect that I'm running around with a Foo-Foo who calls me Boo-Hoo? Yes. Oh, <laughs> Lily... You make me feel 20 years younger. Edwin. Suspecting me of some hanky-panky. Lily, at my age, what a nice thing to say. What a lovely gesture. Now, Edwin, the truth. Oh, no, Lily. If it was true, you'd be the first to know. I'd be so proud I couldn't keep it to myself. <laughs> oh, oh, Edwin, you're terrible. Uh, I knew it. The worm wormed his wormy way out of it. <laughs> oh, now, Agnes, maybe we were hasty. No, oh, it's we. So little Agnes had her dirty little paw in the pie. <laughs> so it's we. We, we. Still trying to stir up trouble around here, aren't you, Agnes? Edwin, please. Maybe life is too dull for you in this house, Agnes. Maybe you miss the excitement of your old job, fixing basketball games. <laughs> Yeah, and I'd like to dribble that head of yours down the floor. <laughs> Agnes. Now, Edwin, she was just trying to help me. Help? Oh, what have I done to deserve this? Other people have maids. We have a fifth column in the house. <laughs> All right, Edwin. So the whole thing's a little mistake. Yeah, let's not make a federal case out of it. How, Lily, how could you have been so foolish? Oh, you're right, Edwin. The mere thought of you and another woman. <laughs> if I'd have thought twice, I would have realized how ridiculous it is. <laughs> it is? Well, you know what I mean. <laughs> no, what do you mean? Well... Give it to him straight. The old gray Mary ain't what he used to be. <laughs> so that's what you think, Lily. I'm ready to... Put out to pasture. Edwin, stop. This is nonsense. You know, I think you're even more glamorous and irresistible than the day I first met you. Really? How the day we first met. Remember that day, Lily? The whole country remembers the day. It was the day Fort Sumter was fired upon. <laughs> oh, my dear Agnes, speaking of firing. Edwin, I remember that day. You were young, gay Edwin Montague, the matinee idol. Oh, what a catch. Every girl on Broadway had set their cap for you, but you always got away. Then you, Lily, you came along. Yes, Edwin. I caught you. What'd you use, honey? Cockroach powder? <laughs> Agnes. That reminds me, Lily, the Air Corps asked us to send them another picture of Agnes's mouth. They need it as a model for their new wind tunnel. <laughs> Edwin, stop. Don't blame me for being suspicious. You're quite the ladies' man in your day. Always have been only you, sweetheart. For 25 years. No boo-boos, foo-foos, or goo-goos. <laughs> Remember that song? <laughs> Our song? Oh, yes. How could I forget it? How did it go again? Oh, yeah. I want to be loved by you, just you, and nobody else but you. 
I want to be Edwin Montague, you're a beast. Lily, our song. That isn't our song at all. It is not. No, that's the song she was singing when she called. Who called? Boo-Boo. Oh, no, Boo-Boo again. Lily, believe me, as sure as my name is Boo-Boo, I mean... I mean, Edwin Montague, I don't know who the woman is. Oh, stop lying, it's true. Agnes was right. You're two-faced. Yeah, you're a regular Georgie Jessel and Mr. Hyde. Oh, quiet. Lily, I haven't the vaguest idea why I sang that song. With your guilt coming out, I've been a fool. But Lily... Hit the road, boo-boo. Lily, I'm innocent. Go away, go away. Where should I go? Go to your broadcast, go to the Astor, go to Foo-Foo. Got it. Agnes. Go away, everyone, please go. All right, if my word doesn't mean anything in my own home, it's time to go. Goodbye. Oh, no, how did I get into a mess like this? Who is Foo-Foo? What is that song? Why can't women leave me alone? We'll be back with a magnificent Montague in just a moment. First, here's a word from RCA Victor. There's a wealth of top television enjoyment coming your way this fall. Be sure your television set, old or new, is in peak viewing condition. Check with your local radio television serviceman. He's your neighborhood community servant whose job it has been to keep his knowledge and equipment up to date in order to provide you with prompt, dependable service. If your own set develops trouble... Your radio television service man will recommend the right parts and tubes to restore it to top performance standards. For example, if you should need a new picture tube, regardless of the make of your set, he'll be glad to install a genuine RCA picture tube. Repairmen know that an RCA picture tube will give you the clearest, sharpest picture your set is capable of delivering. Yes, with an RCA picture tube you're sure of enjoying the very best that your television set has to offer. And now, back to the magnificent Montague. With his mind baffled with the identity of Fufu, the mystery woman who is making his wife Lily jealous, Montague is just finishing his Uncle Goodhart radio broadcast. Listen. Dear listeners, remember, keep your head high into the sun and light. So ends another episode of Uncle Goodheart, brought to you by Flugel Soap. And until tomorrow, when he'll be back with his friendly advice, here is Uncle Goodheart with his thought for the day. When your axe accidentally hits your neighbor's foot and the blood spurts out by the quart, don't just stand there as he glares up at you. Say to him, a penny for your fault. Okay, you're off 
the air, Mr. Montague. Thank heaven. What a program. You sure gave your listeners something to sink their teeth into today. Good, as long as it isn't my throat. <laughs> it was a crackerjack show, Mr. Montague. Oh, here's our director, Mr. Zinza. Good show, eh, Zinza? Ah, oh, it was a double-barreled, rip-snorting wing-dinger. <laughs> It was a daisy. <laughs> oh, please. It was 15 minutes of the corniest drivel ever heard on the air. You can say that again. Please, don't say things like that. Every big stockholder in Flugel Soap, our sponsor, is in town. They're having a big meeting. The stockholders are putting their heads together? Yes. Timber! <laughs> Montague, it's our sponsor. Mr. Flugel wants me to introduce you to one of our biggest stockholders. He's an oil millionaire from Texas. He came all the way from Texas just to meet you. Oh, all right, bring him up. I have nothing else to do. I can't go home. Who knows if I have a home left? I'll bring him right up. What's the matter, Mr. Montague? Trouble at home? Trouble? Zinza, it's complete disaster. What happened? The refrigerator on the blink again? Uh, refrigerator. You forgot to defrost it, huh? Since uh, my job is to try and defrost my wife. Oh, dear. I know just how you feel. My wife isn't exactly a forest fire herself. Wait, <laughs> uh, I only had a clue if I only remember who is Foofy. The only thing in French I remember is Nick Spreckensy Deutsch. <laughs> That's a big help. Uh, oh, wait, Zinza. Does this mean anything to you? What? Listen. I want to be loved by you, just you, and nobody else but you. I want to be held loved by you alone. Well, Zinza? Please, Mr. Montague, I'm a married man. <laughs> oh, Zinza, stop that. i got to go and pick up your Uncle Goodhart's fan mail. See you later. Dad, what a mess. There you are, Uncle Goodhart. Oh, it's you, Springer. Uncle Goodhart, I want you to meet one of our biggest stockholders, Mr. Thomas Kessler. How do you do, Mr. Kessler? Big Tom Kessler to you, Uncle Goodhart. Excuse me. Excuse me. Well, how do you do, Big Tom? Well, now, that's more like it. I can see right off we're going to get along like a doggie and a longhorn. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Yes, I'm sure we will. I understand you own uh, oil wells. Yeah, I named my biggest well after you, Uncle Goodhart Gusher. And uh, I got a ranch called El Rancho Goodhart. I reckon that you must have guessed it by now. You're my hero, Uncle Goodhart. You listened to my program? I never missed a one, sir. The only thing that can relax me, that and reading my bank book. How touching. Yeah, uh, something I'd like to talk to you about, Uncle. Well, Big Tom, maybe I can help you. Well, now, that's the only reason I come here to New York. I need your guiding hand. What is it? My wife, Uncle Goodhart. I'm having wife trouble. There's another man? Uncle Goodhart is driving me plumb loco. What can I do? Give him the beating of his life. Uh A beating that'll teach him that he can't philander around breaking up... Happy American home. Go get him. That's all I wanted to hear. I'm riding the rain. Yeah, remember the Alamo. Uh, I'll never forget it. Now, Uncle Goodhart, what can I do to repay you? Oh, please. Oh, let me give you a bank or something. <laughs> no, thank you. I've got to get home. 
Well, all right. Now, here are the keys. Uh, these are the keys to my car. You drive it home. I don't drive. Well, then you get someone to drive you. Now, it's parked in front of Radio City. You can't miss it. It's parked from 51st Street up to 53rd. <laughs> Kind of long with the tire yeah, in the back. Stuff, but I, uh, 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 I, uh, I'll call you and I'll let you know what happened. I'm riding! Good old Uncle Goodhart. I can settle everybody's problems for my own. Uh, yes, Sidza. Boy, Mr. Montague, with that fan mail stacked up, you want to read something? Never mind, Sidza. Can you drive? Oh, sure. Someone left me with a car. Would you drive me around until I worked up enough nerve to go home? Here are the keys. Gee, a Cadillac. Let's drive up to the Bronx and pick up my wife. I can just see the expressions on the faces of her friends when we drop her off at the laundromat. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's go. Agnes, I give up. I went through everything in his desk. Not a clue as to who Fufu is. Did you have any luck? Luck. Like you told me, I called the Astro and asked for Fufu. They connected me with a Pekingese. <sighs> Agnes, I can't believe it. I can't believe that Edwin found somebody else. After all, we've met to each other. Look, look, I found this in his scrapbook. What is it, his draft notice from the Civil War? <laughs> Please. Look, it's the theater program of the first Ziegfeld Follies I was in. He was saving it. Hey, look at that. Will Rogers was in it. Eddie Candy. Mm-hmm. Here's a picture of the finale. Where were you? Let's see. Oh, I, he, here I am. Between Marilyn Miller and... What was this girl's name again? Uh, 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 Ginger... Ginger... Jenkins. Ginger Jenkins. That's right. Ginger Jenkins. Yeah. Oh, what a flapper she was. <laughs> Remember the song she sang in the show? Yeah, it went something like this. I want to be loved by you, by you... Agnes! And... I know. Foo-foo. <laughs> oh, of course, Ginger Jenkins. Edwin used to go out with her before we were married. So she's the one who's been calling. I remember that vamp. What a gold digger. Oh, Agnes, she wasn't a gold digger. She wasn't, huh? When she went out with a man, the fillings in his teeth weren't safe. <laughs> oh, that's not true. She just liked to have fun. Oh. You should have seen Edwin in the roaring 20s. I see enough of him in the faltering 50s. <laughs> and here I was suspecting Edwin. He hasn't even seen Ginger since we were married. The phone. I'll answer it. Hello? Is Mr. Montague home yet? Is that you, Ginger? Well, uh, yes. Ginger, this is Lily, Edwin's wife. Lily Boehme. Lily Boehme? Holy cow, are you still alive? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ginger, come right over here. We only live a few blocks away. Well, if it's all right with you, <laughs> bye now. Honey, are you nuts inviting Miss Hot Stuff over here? <laughs> Agnes, it was so long ago that she and Edwin had anything to do with each other. There's no danger. There ain't, huh? Old flames never die. They just get hotter. <laughs> <laughs> That's silly. It is. Remember the clothes that Jane used to have on and how her figure filled them? Honey, don't take any chances. Get into that new backless, frontless, topless evening gown you bought. Oh, no, no. I've been saving it for an occasion. Honey, the occasion's here. Foo-foo's coming loaded for bear. Get into that evening dress. Agnes, you're right. I haven't realized what a stick in the mud I've been. Lily Boehm rides again. Hop into that gown. It'll only take a minute. 
If you need any help squeezing into it, honey, just yell. Coming. Ah, here he is, Bo Brummel. Never mind, Agnes, where's Lily? She's in her room. Don't go in there. But I must see Lily. Wait till she comes out. You'll see plenty of her. I just want to tell her. Quiet. Here she comes. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Lily Boehm. Hello, Edwin. Aye. Edwin. Lily, you forgot to get dressed. <laughs> Agnes, for heaven's sake, pull down the shade. Now, Edwin. Now, Lily, this is a respectable neighborhood. <laughs> Edwin, it's a new style. It's off the shoulder. It's off the body. Cover up. <laughs> Sensible? I refuse to have my wife prancing around dressed like a Ziegfeld Follies girl. She seemed to like Ziegfeld Follies girls. What are you talking about? I know, Edwin. We found out. You did? Ah, uh, Lily. Who is she? Ginger Jenkins. Ginger Jenkins? Oh, no. Not that scatterbrained little flirt. <laughs> yeah, is she still alive? Not only that, Edwin. I've invited her up here. Well, that's why you're in that dress. Oh, Edwin, forgive me. It's, it's just that I know she's going to show up dressed to the teeth, and I didn't want to look like a drab. Oh, Lily, 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 how could you look drab to me? Now get out of that G-string and put on something. <laughs> what should I wear? There she is. All right, Agnes. Let's get it over with. Let her in. Okay. Yeah? Is Mr. Montague home? Yeah, that's him. Boo, boo. Foo-foo. <laughs> God, Ginger, you haven't changed a bit. <laughs> oh, I'm just a high. But you, Edwin, you're still as cute as a button. Oh, please. And you still have that tickly beard. <laughs> tickly, tickly beardy. <laughs> <laughs> Ginger, let go of it. I'm opening the window. It's getting sticky in here. Ah, there you are. There. Look, Ginger got here. So I see Hello, Ginger. Lily, darling. I've got an idea. Ginger all dressed, so let's go to the nightclub. Whoopee! <laughs> what is in a nightclub? This is an occasion. It certainly is. Come, foo-foo, let's dance. Oh, 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 oh uh, not so tight. <laughs> I want to be loved by you, just you. I want to be loved by you. Uh, I guess the telephone. I'll get it, Mr. Astaire. Hello? <laughs> Uncle Goodhart? Oh. Hold it. Uncle! Oh, no. How did anyone find out I'm Uncle Goodhart? Hello? Oh, Big Tom. I see. They gave you Uncle Goodhart's phone number at the radio station. What? The detectives followed your wife and they're together right now. Good. Do your duty. Break in. Beat him up. Hit him one for me, you skunk. Good luck. Who is that? Oh, some bore I met at the station. Big Tom Kessler from Texas. Big Tom Kessler? Oh, Edwin, I didn't know you knew my husband. Yes, I bet he would be. <laughs> Your husband? I... He's a millionaire. Now get her out of here. Edwin! Her lily, he's going to kill me. Ginger, get out of the back door. This uh, way, just... Ginger, through the back. Oh, you must visit the ranch. Get her out! Never mind, never mind. All, all you have to remember is that I'm not Edward Montague. Not Edward. Open up, man, before I break the door down. Uh, one moment, please. I'll open the door. 
Why, you thieving rat, I... Uncle Goodhart! Now, whatever you doing in the apartment of that rat, Edwin Montague? Big Tom... The detective told me they followed her here. She's gone, Big Tom. I had a good talk with both of them. Montague took her back to the hotel room. I'll kill him. That's him. That's Edwin Montague. Stand back, Big Tom. I'll, I'll open the door. Oh, it's you. Oh, Uncle Goodhart. Well, I parked here like you told me. Here are the keys. I'll kill him. I'll kill him. Stand back, Big Tom. Call me. Let me at him, Uncle. Boy, is she a beauty. What a chassis. Chassis, listen to him. She belongs to me. I'll kill him. Boy, does she look snappy with her top down. Her top down. Big Tom. Big Tom, put that gun down. Zinza, get out. I'll strangle him. That's what I'll do. I'll use my bare hands. Thanks for letting me use her. Goodbye. Let me go. Let me go. There. Oh, Uncle, why didn't you let me get him? I had him with the goods. Why did you stop me? Because, Big Tom, I didn't want you to soil your hands on that low, dirty snake, Edwin Matthew. I want you to take your little wife back to Texas with clean hands. Well, you're all right, Uncle Gordon. Oh, I know I'm right. Oh, I know I'm right. Yeah, well, you saved me from myself. Tell me, Uncle Goodhart, uh, what is your real name? Uh, just Uncle Goodhart. Just Uncle Goodhart? <laughs> Just Uncle Goodhart. And now, here is Jack Webb, star of Dragnet. If you smoke king-size cigarettes, listen to Fatima's amazing new offer. Buy a pack of Fatima's, enjoy their extra mildness, and see if you don't like Fatima's better than the king-size cigarettes you're now smoking. If you don't, return the pack with the unused Fatima's, and we'll give you your money back, plus postage. Now, we make this offer because we believe Fatima is the best of all king-size cigarettes. Smokers all over the country are confirming this every day. Listen to this state-by-state report. State 1, Fatima sales up 92%. 2, sales up 56%. 3, sales up 74%. 4, Fatima sales up 107%. Remember, if you're not convinced they're better than your present king-size cigarette, return the pack and the unsmoked Fatimas before December 1st and get your money back, plus postage. That's Fatima, Box 37, New York 1. Buy Fatima today. Listen again next week, friends, to the magnificent Montague, starring Marty Woolley. The Saturday night transcribed feature on NBC's all-star festival of comedy, music, mystery, and drama. Brought to you by Anison. For fast relief from pain of headache, neuritis, and neuralgia. By RCA Victor. World leader in radio, first in recorded music, and first in television. And by Extra Mild Fatima. Best of all king-size cigarettes. In Fatima, the difference is quality. The Magnificent Montague was created and directed by Nat Hyken and written by Nat Hyken and Billy Friedberg. Anne Seymour was Lily. Pert Kelton was Agnes. Also heard on tonight's broadcast were Art Carney, Johnny Gibson, John Griggs, and Barbara Weeks. Jack Ward was at the organ. This is Don Pardo speaking.
Stay tuned for the best and popular music. It's the musical merry-go-round on NBC. KFI Los Angeles.